This is Cyber Defense Radio with your host and cybersecurity expert, Gary Malefsky. Gary brings to you another globally recognized cybersecurity executive in the hot seat today. Sitting in my hot seat today is an awesome guest. It's Ajay Jatwani, who is the co-founder and CEO of i2Chain. Want to talk about a cool company. i2Chain allows us to deploy non-fungible and traceable documents for secure sharing. Talk about self-secured documents. This is the future today. Ajay, welcome to the hot seat. Thank you. Thank you very much, Gary, and thanks for having me. Super delighted and excited to be here. First question, how do you do it? It's amazing. And maybe describe uh, some use cases if you can. Oh, great, great question and a great beginning. I mean, uh, uh, you know, if I, I've been in cybersecurity for the last 25 years, and I've seen that enterprises and providers secure data centers, databases, endpoints, networks, but who is really securing the payload? You don't send a soldier out to the war without a bulletproof vest, right? Now we are wrapping the information artifact, encrypting it, making it non-fungible, tamper-proof, hack-proof, so that it is self-defending and self-reporting, which means it is traceable. Why would you require it? It's an epitome of security. Even if your data center gets compromised, your chain information artifacts, as we call it, will not be compromised. So Jay, let's say I'm Coca-Cola and I've got a new secret formula and I've got 20 employees that each own one 20th of the formula and not any of them can look at it, but you know, I'm the mixer and the chief mixer and only I can see the final product. Uh, they can work on their piece of the formula. I can send them their document describing their piece of the formula and only they can view it or modify it? Or how, how many layers of security can we put on the self-defense? Well, so that's just that's just fabulous, fabulous question. Coca-Cola is the, they, they believe in their intellectual property, just like uh, everybody else. And I'm going to go a little bit tangent here because just very recently, as of last month, Mark Warner, the senator, and also the uh, chair of the intelligence committee, uh, uh, said that United States alone loses $600 billion in intellectual property annually. And I think it's just a tip of the iceberg because it's what they can measure. What they cannot measure is bigger than, uh, is bigger losses. Now, coming back to Coca-Cola, I loved, love this example. It's just fabulous. Uh, you have full control, the author and the owner has full control over the information artifact. Uh, uh, so you're making it non-fungible, so it's tamper-proof. Think about it. In the digital world, Gary, even the simple things like differentiation between original and copy is different. If I send you a PDF today, do you know whether it's an original or a copy? And they're all the same. They're all the same, exactly. Everything sounds like a original, but could be a counterfeit, especially in this information age. So first of all, we differentiate once a document is chained, the information artifact is original, authenticated, tamper-proof, hack-proof. Now, the second aspect of it, the second vector is you can inject rights. So Gary can view it, but AJ can view and edit it, and uh, somebody else uh, can view, edit, and uh, have a little bit more control. So you can change the controls on the fly. So you can inject the rights and policies depending upon your organization. The third aspect is, and, and by the way, in the second vector alone, 
if I leave the company, if I leave Coca-Cola, for example, and if I have, even if I carry that, that formula on a USB flash drive, that is no longer accessible to me because the authentication and authorization is in real time. What we say about zero trust, we have implemented to a level of fine art in a way that information once changed cannot be hacked. But there's a third beautiful vector and that is traceability. And to us that is self-reporting traceability, audit logs, but it is not just a simple word. Every action is recorded on an immutable ledger. I cannot change it. You cannot change it. Coca-Cola cannot change it. The government of the United States cannot change it. Our threat actors, the China, the Iran's cannot change it. So once an information action is recorded on an immutable ledger, it is evidence quality forensics. It is uh, cryptographically verifiable. So even if assuming your information does get compromised, you can not only pull back the information, but you also know who has pulled that information unauthorized from your environment. Jay, the major technology you're using, this is a blockchain model? Uh, this is a subset. This is not, this is, uh, we started with a blockchain model, uh, but some of our banking and financial customers uh, want, did not want a distributed ledger uh, because just the volume of information or information actions could be a giveaway. So there were certain uh, certain certain needs by by way of which we moved to Amazon's quantum ledger database QLDB, uh, where we record each action immutably. It is cryptographically verifiable, and the performance is out of the charts. We're just super delighted to to have chosen the uh, chosen the quantum ledger database. That sounds brilliant and probably very 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 hard to hack. Oh, uh, it is. Uh, we have had our own ethical hackers. Uh, we have to try and penetrate that. Uh, we have challenged a few corporates uh, to uh, use their ethical hackers to penetrate uh, the tech. Uh, look, I'm going to be a little bit, uh, you know, humble here because the the hacker technology also is is growing on an everyday basis. Having said that, at least at this point of time, I can tell you very confidently that the top 15 USA bank chose us after almost a year of diligence and have now deployed us across their enterprises, the microservice to chain information artifacts that go out to their retail and commercial customers. That's amazing. Let's talk about deployment. How easy is it to deploy? Uh, does, does this work on all platforms? I assume there's some wrapper technology or some player engine that's pretty secure that allows you to do this traceability and, and other things. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of our biggest uh, uh, go-to-market, if you will, was, hey, we don't want this cybersecurity solution, if you will, to compromise a user's experience, right? I sent you a, a bunch of information, and sorry, this is my sidekick out here, Sparky. Uh, I hope it's okay to have him on the, on the show as well. So, yeah, absolutely, Gary. So, we are non-intrusive. Uh, it can be implemented across an enterprise in a matter of hours and days. And the reason I call it hours and days is because uh, uh, it is the enterprise's processes and they, they need to make sure that they, they are weighing it correctly. From our standpoint, it can be implemented in a large enterprise in a matter of minutes. And that is on the recipient side, when someone receives a chain information artifact, they will consume that chain artifacts just as easily as they would have consumed a Word document, a PDF document, or an Excel 
Excel information artifact or a design design Katia design document or or, or what have you. And Jay, just click to open and, and the end user experiences, they don't notice anything going on in the background. No, not at all. Now they do need to get authenticated, of course, and the federation could be uh, your own email or uh, uh, multi-factor authentication, but once authenticated, it is super simple. Uh, one of the challenges with the encryption or making the information non-fungible is just the size of the file expands, but our engineering has really, really uh, optimize that to a again. I, I think our engineering is just super brilliant. Last mile in every industry is hard. Uh, we have gotten to a level of fine art where the experience of the recipient is super, super. They would meet the CISO on the corridor and they'll say, "Well, this is this is one thing that I can live with." Do we need any plugins for Dropbox or Box or Google Drive or Microsoft? Drive or Apple's iCloud, or you just move your, you act like you're moving files, drag and drop and email. It's just seamless. Uh, it is, it is completely seamless. Now we do have some plugins and uh, add-ins for specifically for users, but our specialization, Gary, is en masse, which means at scale. If a bank has to send, say, a hundred thousand statements on a monthly basis, these days it is machines and applications that send those things out. So they use our APIs and we have the most powerful APIs today in the world which they can just by a few inclusions of few commands, they can chain the statements that get downloaded from their applications and then share it using email, text, Slack, Teams, what have you, democratize the channels, communication channels securely and send it over the wire which they were previously unable to do, do it because of compliance reasons. So yes, from a user to use user perspective, there are some plugins required, which is how the industry is, but we have elevated that experience because we have that unique capability, machines and applications communicating with users. And that's where we have high defensibility in terms of intellectual property as well. Is i2Chain um, mainly for uh, large uh, banks and government organizations and folks with big intellectual property portfolios, or can anybody, SMB, mid-market, can anybody deploy I2Chain? Yeah, anybody can deploy I2Chain who believe that their information is valuable, or they believe, uh, and it's an asset, or they believe that for compliance reasons, we have a, a accounting firm with 40 or 60 users, and uh, they do it because they send balance sheets, cash flows, and uh, PL statements on a monthly basis as, a, as an Excel file, and they send it. And that itself has PII or pseudo PII information, and they want to be able to, to secure that information that they send to their 200 customers. It gives them a competitive edge, a differentiation by virtue of which the accounting firm is now able to generate more business at the back of, uh, back of I2Chain capability. And we're just super delighted to have them as a customer. Jay, let's say I've been fished and I've been convinced in HR to attach a payroll ledger or social security information or you know an Excel spreadsheet to an email that I thought was uh, an executive in my company, but we're using i2chain. Does the bad guy who receives it, they get that response with the attachment, they, they, it's just a blob they can't even open because they're not trusted or authenticated? Absolutely. So there's a real-time authentication, there's a real-time authorization, but the best, the beauty of all of this, Gary, is now the bad guy, his forensics is available to us. We know who the bad guy is. 
right? So one of the challenges, and I don't know if you have gone to an FBI response center, I've had the honor and opportunity to you know, visit one of the FBI response centers, and they try to proactively engage with enterprises because the response time is super critical. A few hours down, you lose the forensics, it's the end of the game. You do not know who the, it's, it's, it's end of the game to the extent that it's super, super, it becomes harder, exponentially harder as the time elapses. Now with us, you have evidence quality forensics. Not only can the hacker do nothing, but you, you can hold the hacker accountable. That is close to an industry first. It is so hard to hold the bad guys accountable. They get away with so much. So uh, turning the tables on the cyber criminals is excellent. Uh, kind of one of the side features just by way of how you develop the system. If I want to remand access to a file in a week or something or time bomb it so someone can only look at it for two days, can those be some of the features that I have access to? Absolutely. So anything and everything that you can think of as an as an enterprise in terms of longevity of information, or if you want to be able to revoke information, you are the owner or the author, and the owner is the highest level, which means, uh, say, a Bank of America or a Wells Fargo or a Kaiser Fund, Kaiser Foundation. They, you know, the the enterprises would be the owners of the information, and the author would be the person who is authored that particular artifact. So uh, the owner will have full control and the author will have control over their artifacts. And Gary, if you send this information out to the, you create a branch, you will have control over the branch that you have. So if I send you a confidential document, for example, you could send it to your colleagues as a, increase the level of level and call, call it secret and send it out to your friends, or you can upgrade, you can upgrade and downgrade the layers of confidentiality, if you will, for your branch, right? Or you could revoke that information. So uh, all of that is all of that is super super. And some of these information rights are available in the marketplace. Uh, I think our ability uniquely is the aha move, move. Aha, you know why do why do enterprises say, oh, this is this is great? Is because this is the first time that we have made a business document non-fungible in pennies at a cost which is unheard of. And we have made it self-defending and self-reporting. And that's the beauty of what we bring to the table. That's fantastic. Self-defending documents for once. Get one step ahead of the next threat because the bad guys are always stealing files. They're always looking for PII. They're always looking for intellectual property. Uh, even, you know, law firms need you now more than ever because of the complexity of their client base, all the regulations, whether it's PCI or HIPAA or GLBA or others. Uh, there's so many regulations that affect uh, confidential documents and personally identifiable information. You take a load off their back by helping them deploy these secure self-defending documents. It's awesome. Um, Ajay, is there anything you'd like to share with our viewers and listeners that we haven't covered? One of the things that I would let the viewers, there are at least two vectors. A, you don't send the soldiers out without a bulletproof vest. So do not send your information out of your networks uh, without it being chained first, right? So that's the, at the minimum that you do. Stop the global uh, phenomena of phishing and hacking. This needs to, you need, we need to get ahead of the curve. And the second thing is your information is your, true asset. And, uh, and, and this is the first time now you not only can 
you are you have the capability to make it self-defending, but you also know how it is being consumed and you can enforce the intended purpose of that information artifact. So we are super delighted to help our customers uh, in any which way. And we are looking forward to working very closely with uh, en enterprises that value their information uh, documents. Jay, you are the co-founder and CEO of an amazing company. It's i2chain, which is the letter I and the number two and chain.com where we're going to send our viewers and listeners. I really enjoyed this hot seat, and I think you are helping them get one step ahead of the next threat in the most innovative way, focusing on the actual place where the data resides inside the file itself, the document, the spreadsheet, the record that's being shared. And now we can go self-defense for once and not worry that it got stolen. And I just want to thank you. That's an awesome uh, company and strategy and uh, the way it's deployed. It's going to be phenomenal. Everybody's got to get I2Chain. Thank you very much, Gary. Really appreciate and enjoyed being here. You've been listening to Cyber Defense Radio. Stay tuned next time for another amazing and informative episode. CyberDefenseRadio.com is proudly part of the Cyber Defense Media Group, where InfoSec knowledge is power. Cyber Defense TV and Cyber Defense Radio have launched 24 by 7 by 365 live streams. Visit them online today at cyberdefense.tv and cyberdefense.radio with your host and globally recognized cybersecurity expert and my good friend, Gary Malewski. <laughs>